0: Time for Freaky Friday. Each Friday at around this time, we invite you to share your spooky spooky stories as we gather around the metaphorical campfire. And we've got two freaky stories for you today. One is from Laura, a listener in Wellington, uh, described by one of my producers as a surprisingly wholesome Freaky Friday story.
1: Kia I'm Laura. I'm from Papakura but live in Wellington. My very close friend of 25 years has had quite an intense year. So sadly my close friend's mum passed away in August after a long illness and her only sister gave birth to their first grandchild in September. So it has been a really intense time for their family. So my friend um, turned 32. A couple of weeks ago and I had already purchased her a few gifts um, but on the day of her birthday en route to dinner I decided to buy her a nice pair of gold studs and I was thinking of spending no more than another $150. I had consulted with her sister in Auckland uh, before I set off and the sister agreed that some gold studs would be really cute. I traipsed along Lampton Quay and visiting three or four different jewellery stores before settling on Michael Hill. Um, I picked out some really cute gold studs. The FPOS machine was waiting for me to tap my card when I hesitated and it's quite unusual but I really felt like I needed to return to the cabinet. I also felt a bit awkward because it was closing time. So um, the assistant took me back to the gold drawer and my eyes immediately locked onto a gold locket. Um, I don't think I asked for the price, um, but once I was at the counter, I realised it was $650. <laughs> um, I'm I'm not usually an impulse spender and certainly haven't spent $650 on a 30-second birthday present. I wasn't convinced that my friend would like it, um, but I was thinking... Well, this would be really nice to have a picture of her mum and her new baby niece i get to dinner give my friend the gift she loves it um, but she doesn't really say much and actually she was quite quiet which is unusual um at dinner i sent a photo of the gold locket to her sister in auckland and i said look i didn't get her the studs Um, i got her this gold locket instead I went a bit wild, um, but there's space for photos of mum and baby. The sister replied, OMG, that's identical to the gold locket mum bought me for my 30th birthday earlier this year. um, And that their mum had an identical gold locket um, that I think she was gifted when she gave birth to her first baby, like 35 years previous. We all have no doubt that their very frugal, very Scottish mother used me and my credit card to purchase her other daughter an expensive gold locket. So now all three ladies, the mum and two daughters, have matching gold lockets. And I must say, um, I'm not an overly superstitious person, but at the time it really didn't feel like I was giving my friend this gift. I mean, I don't really feel like I chose it. Um, It really feels like I was forced. (laughs) And it was a gift from their mum. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to, in the future, purchasing a gold locket for her granddaughter when the time comes.
0: Laura, thank you. I think that was just about my favourite Freaky Friday story we've ever ever had. Um, Very generous to share that one with us. Uh, Let's go now to Leslie who joins me live. Hi, Leslie.
2: Oh, hi, Jessie.
0: And thank you uh, to you as well, Leslie, for recalling what sounds like it was a pretty scary time in your life. Where does the story begin?
2: Um, in Christchurch um, back in probably 85. And I was living in Linwood in a shared house and I was working in, um, in Winchester House in the city for Stats New Zealand as a computer operator working shifts. And anyway, one day I'd done the early shift and um just before I was about due to pack up and come home, I had suddenly had this knowledge. <laughs> and that this knowledge was in the form of there's someone in the house, me being burgled. And um I thought, Ah, don't be stupid. <laughs> that was really bizarre. And um but it persisted and as I was driving home it got stronger and stronger. And as I was going up the drive, I thought I have to be careful how I go into the house in case someone's still there. Gosh. And so I thought I have to behave normally because I don't want to surprise anyone um, if they're still there. And anyway, so I walked up to the door with my little plan and my little plan was to walk in the door and just visually check as I walked, as I usually did, straight to the kitchen and to the fridge. Um, And uh, so... I made a point of rattling the keys and swearing a bit. And this is all—this is
0: all just based on a feeling, Lizzy. You had no reason no, to. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. No,
2: no it was—it was—it was like someone had called me at work on the phone. It was that strong. And the—the the, um, when I opened the door, the environment, the atmosphere was charged. Um, it, it, if you could say you could smell someone in the house. Um, you know, it, it it was like that. It was that powerful. And, um, I was very reluctant to close the door behind me, but I thought I've got to act naturally because this is really stupid. And I walked past the living room was to my right. And as I, I gazed in there and there was some sliding doors with curtains that were drapes that were pulled to each side and behind one of the drapes. I could see what looked like a form, but I told myself it was probably oh. just the way the drapes had been casually pulled back. <laughs> and I kept two few more steps and I looked to my left down the hall. And down the hall, there was my coat that had been pulled out of the wardrobe and thrown into the hall. Oh my gosh. Thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't say what I actually said, what I thought at the time. I thought, oh shit, this is real. And I thought, Wait, I You've thought, got I to thought you weren't going to
0: gonna say what you thought at the time.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, anyway, so I, I proceeded and, and I thought, I've got to act naturally because it really feels like there's someone still here. Oh, no. And, and I walked into the kitchen. I opened the fridge and rattled around a bit. and So and I thought, I've got to get out of the house mm. without attracting attention. So I just walked casually down the hall and felt really vulnerable as I opened the door.
0: I can imagine. And
2: walked out, and I went over to the neighbours and I said, "Please come back with me. I think someone's in the house. We've been burgled," and they came back with me, and by that time there was no one there. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but there was still that form behind the the drapes, and <laughs> the, all the drawers in our rooms had been pulled open. Um, things were thrown on the floor. Um, And I found out later that my flatmate had a gun and ammunition. That had been taken. And so whoever was in the house, and I'm pretty certain they still were when I arrived, um, was armed. They had a gun. And that was really something. So, yeah, so that was about it, really. And there, there was no reason for me to think that day that I've never been burgled before, you know, and there was no reason for me to think what I did but I knew before I even left work is that,
0: a, is, that a, was... is that a common
2: occurrence for you um I I often get what a lot of people get which is you know you think about someone or something for quite a lot one day and you might not have seen or heard from them for years and then the next day you you hear about yeah. them or from them and I mean that's not uncommon a lot of people get that and I think maybe I'm just a a little more sensitive to my intuitions and maybe some people don't listen to them. But this was so strong. It was it was someone definitely, or something, or me, <laughs> was aware of something that that really there's no explanation for.
0: And I'm but, guessing yeah. that since that day you've learned to trust your
2: gut feelings. Oh, absolutely, I do. And um, I think intuition is probably one of our strongest and most, you know one of our strongest defences that we can have. Mm. Um, We just need to trust it more. So, yeah.
0: Leslie, thanks so much. Really appreciate you uh, spending some time with us today.
2: It's all right. Thank you.
0: Leslie, in the form behind the drapes.